Nerves like fingernails have been shredded. The anticipation is at an all-time high. Shaking and quaking. We're not talking about the Euro 2020 final between Italy and England. We're, of course, talking about the anticipation for WCW Clash of the Champions. That's absolutely right. We're back once again with another episode. And this is going to be a watch-along for this one, folks. Uh, we were roaming and honouring about what to do for this one, but we've decided we're going to sit back, relax, before the uh, Euro 2020 final and watch this uh, monumentous occasion for WCW. And, of course, as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Bodacious Brian Bradshaw, at Brian Talks Crap on Twitter. How goes it, brother? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very nervous for this one. Uh, I'm just looking at the ramifications of... Uh, Benoit versus the Giant, and what what will happen if Benoit doesn't win this match? Like, uh, yeah, it's very nerve wracking. Oh, fucking, of course I'm fucking not. I'm nervous for the bloody Euro final. Let's be real, dude. <laughs> like, I know, I know, we try to kayfabe shit now and then, but even even you had me going there with that one. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I think it'll be uh, a palate cleanser before we go into the Euro final, and me and you have an inevitable fallout over it. <laughs> I was that was the other thing I was going to open with. I was going to say, and welcome to the final episode of the Nitrogen Podcast, because this is where me and Brian part ways. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm quite lucky. Uh, I'm quite lucky to have Brian in my life uh, because he's not one of the people who advocate booing of national anthems and you know all that other silly stuff that goes yeah, along bully, with bullying of a fucking German girl yeah. might be like eight or nine something yeah. like that yeah shit like fucking England fans do yeah, so whatever I'm, I'm, happens tonight you know uh, we're, we'll still I'm, I hope we'll maintain a friendship um, well we'll share a beer and talk about it at some point yeah I'm sure I'm sure although it depends on who wins and who loses doesn't it really because I don't think the one who loses is going to want to talk about it <laughs> Uh, I, I'm a, I'm not a sore loser. I'm just glad that we actually made it to a final. So yeah. it's a big day, uh, and for those of you out there that don't really follow football, um, it, it's the first final in what is it, 55 years for England now. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time coming, and to be fair, if there was anybody that deserves it, it's Gareth Southgate. He's, you know, he missed a penalty in 1996, which uh, scuppered England's chances of progressing to a European Championship final then. Uh, with a team that was just fucking beastly, uh, and I've got to be honest, that's like that was one of the final days that that I had an appreciation for for the English national team because it had a lot of Blackburn Rovers players in there, and I'm I'm very I'm very much more club orientated than I am uh, patriotic to any sort of nation, uh, and that's the reason why I'm an Italy fan because there's four Juventus players in there, and I want to see them do well. Um, and that's why we've all been chili fans for the past few weeks as well. <laughs> I should have called I get, you uh, Brian Bradshaw Diaz, shouldn't I? Well, that, I did have that on my name on the on Twitter for a while, and I got a couple of messages just saying like, uh, uh, "Are you like half Spanish or something?" I'm like, "No." Like, why are you asking me this? Like, well, you've added Diaz. Like, well, yeah, yeah, this is this, you know, this is why and all that. And I just at the end of it, I just got fucking sick and bloody explaining it, so I just took it away. <laughs> yeah. And you had the same initials as well, BBD. Yeah, which which was also an issue with Instagram because uh, uh, I commented on a Rovers post when Ben Brereton got called up to the uh, Chile national team. I had a lot of bloody Chilean people bloody messaging me on Instagram saying, oh, oh yeah, we're big fans of you and all this. We're talking in Spanish. I'm like, I am not Ben Brereton. and yeah. Brian Bradshaw. It's like, it's, it doesn't even look the same. You just looked at the initials and thought I was him. Yeah, there were a video, were it last week or the week before, when they just, uh, I think it would have been last week, weren't it, because they got knocked out last week, 
uh, controversially, I might add. Um, Bradley Dax saying, "Oh, the bastard's got more followers than me on Instagram now." He <laughs> went, he went to the tournament with something like fifteen thousand followers. He's come back with something like six hundred thousand followers or something. Like well, I checked it the other day, and he's got over nine hundred thousand followers now. Oh, good effort. Yeah, well played. It, it, he has, he has got like eight times the amount of always that the club that he plays for. Like yeah, that, that, well, don't, that 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 don't happen unless you're an actual international star. Yeah, I mean, well, he is now, isn't he? That's it. Yeah, uh, he's got suitors. Apparently, Leeds United were after him at one point, but I, I can more or less, um, I'm more or less confident that he'll stay at Blackburn, uh, especially if Armstrong goes, because obviously we're going to need that firepower up front. But I'm hoping and, that this is the confidence boost that he absolutely needed. I think the club will be, they will be, I mean, I don't want to say they'd be fucking stupid not to offer him a new contract, I'm sure that they will, but they're, they would have to give him, they'd have to meet his demand, I'm not, I don't think Ben's going to be demanding 100 grand a week, he's probably going to, because he's got like one hour, one word tier contracts, I think he's on like 7 grand a week or something like that, yeah. I, I imagine he'll say, oh yeah, if you want me to stay, 20 grand minimum, they would be stupid not to offer him that, because they can make a shit ton of money from uh, merch sales along with that guy. Yeah. Chile fans are going to want a Rover shirt that says Ben Brereton. Well, they'll say Brereton on it. I don't think they'll put Brereton Diaz. But if I'm Ben Brereton, I'm like, no, just put Brereton Diaz on the back of the shirt. Yeah. It's uh, good marketing. That's it. And uh, and to be honest, that's just, that's something else that Daki said, didn't he? He said, like, no, when he comes back here, he's Ben Brereton. But he's not. <laughs> we all affectionately now know him as Brereton Diaz, so he's got to keep that as far as I'm concerned. Any like Robbers fan, that marketing is just take advantage of it, man. Yeah, any Robbers fan that's buying a Brereton shirt is going to have Brereton Diaz. Totally. You know they're not going to put Brereton on it. You know, so yeah, just give give the guy what he wants and make that fucking money back with the shirts because they'll make that money back in no time. Mm. Well, it looks to me. Uh, sorry, it looks like it's um, his contract expires next summer. So hopefully he does put pen to paper and we can keep hold of him for a little bit longer. Um, Plus so yeah, his value value will go up as well if absolutely. we get him signed to a contract. If if some club comes back in for him in January, then we could we could command a quite considerate fee. Yeah, I think he's going to be one to watch next next season. This come yeah, this fourth me too. Season, I'm very excited. Glad he's going to be coming back to uh, the Blue and White Avs. And shout out to any listeners in Chile, if you're listening. Um, we did have board. that one fan in Chile when we started, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I Fucking should check that map. Again, they've, jigged, they've kind of jigged everything around on Red Circle a little bit, so I don't really know what I'm doing anymore. But uh, <laughs> if I can find the map again, I want to see how that geezer in the sea is doing. <laughs> it's just some guy in it. Yeah. I hope he's just like on a ship somewhere, just randomly, just listening to this podcast. I think it's fucking ace in a submarine or something. Yeah, man. Email us, you know, at nitrogencast at gmail You know, just send us a send us an email. Just shout out and say hi. You know what I mean? We want to know. I'm, I'm just gonna say, how many podcasts out there can boast a single listener from an oil rig? Yeah. <laughs> This is like our claim to fame. I love it. Yeah, it just, you hear people say, "Oh yeah, shout out to our listeners in Africa, in Asia, in the South America, North America." What about that oil rig in the Atlantic Sea? Yeah. <laughs> what about that geezer? He's clearly alone. He needs woody company. He's listening to us, guys. We can boss that. Yeah. Oil rig Diaz. 
<laughs> right, so this is the watch along uh, that you've all been waiting for. <laughs> That's an absolute lie, but it's in the timeline, and we're going to do it anyway. And obviously, we need this episode to drop uh, when it does drop. Uh, this well, it is Saturday because if you're listening to us and we've dropped, it's Saturday. But we're recording on the Sunday, the 11th, uh, with the final up- upcoming. And we promise that we will bring you more podcast episodes. <laughs> we're not going to fall out over it. Um, so Peacock, WWE Network, whichever way you want to do it, uh, Brian's going to count us in, and then we're going to press play, and we're going to watch Clash at the Champions number thirty-three. I almost watched Clash at the Champions number thirty-two until Brian stopped me earlier on. Oh um, yeah, God, that don't watch that. <laughs> don't watch that fucking baggy shit again. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're ready, BB, we'll get Great. it done. BBD, BBD, uh, that's one. Yeah. Three, two, one, playing. Awesome. And I've literally just finished my Coca-Cola as well. I'm a bit devastated about that. Uh, I mean, this is a really good start. We've seen uh, the Brutal Man get beat up by the NWO. Yes. And I've got to be honest as well. I I did kind of feel sorry for um, the Brutal Man at this point. I absolutely felt sorry for Macho Man right there because he did not hold back on that chair shot. No, he got absolutely cream crackered. Yep. And Hogan cutting his... uh, Really bad promo from Nitro last week. Oh, yeah, where he called Ric Flair a stupid little man. Yeah, I said last week in the timeline a few nights ago. Yeah, yeah. So this was on the Thursday night, weren't it, I think? Yeah. And Flair absolutely fucking schooled Hogan with this promo. (laughs) He just schools everybody. I saw it's a picture a mer- of him today with uh, Elizabeth, and it's from a lot a while ago, like it's way before 1996. It must be like 1992 or something like that, because he looks young. She looks young, but she looks really, really happy. Like she's just rode Space Mountain. There's absolutely no way they didn't bang. Yeah. Like th- that. That absolutely fucking happened. <laughs> just gonna see if I can find. Uh... A TV rating for the oh three point five this got, so that's actually low for a Clash of the Champions. Yeah. Trying to avoid all the spoilers. Yeah, weird commentary team tonight, Tony and Bobby. Don't usually see these two together. Yeah, going forward, uh, especially in obviously ninety nine two thousand, these two are mainstays. Yeah, of course, but where we are in the timeline, this is. This is, this is new, yeah. Yeah, very new. It, usually if they're together, Dusty's not far behind. Hmm. He's looking colourful, isn't he, Bobby? Yeah, he's really tan as well. <laughs> you know, he's about to fucking win the title at Starcade. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's dressed himself as well. He's looking he's looking okay for a change. What were he wearing? Yeah. Hog wild. Jesus. I wouldn't say what the fuck was he wearing at Bash at the Beach. Oh, that oversized bloody sports coat. Oh. But no, fashion, Bob, man. Uh, Bobby was dressed very Chilean like red and blue. <laughs> I like it. Speaking of red and blue, here's the stinger. Well, it's more orange, I suppose. Yeah. Really nice look. Plus, pretty cool. I do like them tights. Britt Baker at Double to Nothing, harking back to Scott Hall, uh, uh, attire was red and black with the drips like we were talking about a few weeks ago. Yeah, Britt Baker's got the same ones now. Yeah, there's very much the uh, thing in the year with the NWO at the moment being 
what, 25 years since the formation. Yeah, we should probably talk about that, shouldn't we? Like, we're doing all this at the right time, and it's completely by accident. That, yeah. You know, we're celebrating the 25th birthday of the, the, the little boy that was now known as, you know, the thing that caused wrestling to be fucking great again. And I, I hate to use that terminology, make wrestling <laughs> great again, but you know what I mean. Uh, Mooga. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... It, it, I always find it bizarre when WWE go out the way to to celebrate something like that, like like the NWO, something that they hadn't created, and especially considering that they've, they've gone out their way over the years to really put down WCW as if it was nothing. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's a, it, it is all right. They won. They can create whatever fucking narrative they want. At the end of the day, the truth is out there, you know, to, to quote the X-Files, the truth is out there. And I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I know he did. That's why I did it. Uh, yes, we actually know... And I mean, I'm learning along the way, but even I know if fucking WWE's narrative was fucking dog shit. Yeah. But, oh, we're starting with Malenko here. But uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's just weird that they're celebrating this, but they're going to make fucking shit ton of money from doing that. Oh, the coin will be ridiculous. But I mean, part of the reason I think why they celebrate it so much is because obviously Triple H has a little bit more control and obviously they're his buddies, aren't they? So it's a yeah. payday for him regardless. Plus, absolutely. You know, if people are still buying the merch and there's obviously still interest, why would you not play up to that? You know, you're making money. Also, I must say that uh, WWE, uh, WWE roster, you're seeing a lot of people wearing NWO shirts at the moment and yeah. making themselves just look the part. And I, I was looking at some of these people, some of these wrestlers, and I thought Nakamura in the fucking attire that he were wearing, he would have been perfect for the NWO. He just yeah. fucking, he looks so cool. Yeah. Like, but Nakamura looks cool no matter what. I mean, recently he's uh, kind of ditched the the reds and the blues that he were wearing, and he's now wearing like black and white, black and white attire, well, white and black, and he looks fucking amazing. And I don't watch WWE that much, but, you know, I, I still follow certain wrestlers on social media and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he Again, yeah, cool addition. Asuka as well. Even with first Ben, it's mm. got a bit of the uh, Great Muta thing going on. I know Muta was in part of uh, NWO Japan, were it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen pictures of him in the NWO, uh, NWO show. So, yeah, yeah, uh, short shirt. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't even been drinking today. I'm drinking fucking Costa Coffee here. <laughs> with his smooth, smooth sidekicks. Yeah. It's one of the questions that I'd, I've always wondered, like, if uh, a woman... Because obviously, if the NWO was today... Obviously, with the way that the world is now, and rightfully so, you know, women are, are, are way more respected now than, than they were 25 years ago. Um, what, you know, who would be the female member in the NWO, if, or multiple female members in the NWO? Right now, right now, it probably would be Bailey. Yeah? Yeah, because she, um, you got to look at people that, you, that would fit the mould, and people could say Charlotte, but Charlotte's horseman or horsewoman. She's yeah. flirt. She's yeah. not NWO in the yeah. in the slightest. Um, uh, Sasha Banks doesn't fit it. She's she's cocky, but she's overly cocky. It's like it's she would just engulf the the whole character of the NWO with the, with her persona. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the thing um, is as well, uh, uh, it's 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 not cool cocky, is it? It's cocky cocky. Yes, it's almost arrogant in its nature. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the NWO was cool, cocky. 
that's that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite as verbose as you today. <laughs> I'm not at all. Oh, I'm, I'm what a fucking drop kick by Rey Mysterio, though. Yes. Like, really high angled. Yeah, we should yeah, have noted. It's, um, uh, it's Dimalenko versus Rey Mysterio here. Uh, Rey Mysterio in yellow and blue. That's sort of the heart back to a, a couple of Rovi's kits in the in yesteryear. But yeah, Bailey with her current persona, she would definitely fit the NWO. Mm. I mean, again, like she she was one of those people that wearing an NWO uh, NWO shirt, and yeah. she, she looked fucking cool. She looked great. It's like what what she's been doing on WWE TV. Obviously, they're still in the Thunderdome at the moment. She's basically been hacking into the screens that take up. Oh fucking hell! Oh, I'm just ever so slightly behind you. Holy hell! Yeah, uh, Rey Mysterio just got whiplashed onto the top rope, uh, and he went for it first. Yes. Oh, nasty. But yeah, what Bailey's currently doing with the Thunderdome, she's hacking into the screens that will take up where the fans sit. Yeah. And you, you just see, like, thousands of her around the arena. That's very NWO. That's some sh- that's some kind of the shit that they would do totally. nowadays. Yes. I mean, they've done it on WCW, as it, as we've seen as, as well. They've done it on Nitro, haven't they? With, well, they, oh, yeah. they tried to. With the bed sheets and, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they, tried, they, they did invade the production truck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice from Ray Ray. Oh, it's just a little bit sloppy as he's come down there. A small package. Yeah, we were talking about what Ray Mysterio was doing. We are talking about small packages in general. Like, you know, pointing out, <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a tiny dick. Well, clearly Hulk Hogan doesn't. 10 inch or 12 inch or whatever it is. <laughs> 12 inch. <laughs> whatever ridiculous really fucking claim that. he made. I have to find that documentary. I mean, that is just something else. I hope while he was in court, he was, well, you know something, brother. Hulk Hogan yeah. has a 12-inch penis, but Terry yeah, Malaya we- does not. <laughs> we should preface this, that we, when he said that documentary, we, we weren't talking about documentary on Hulk Hogan's penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, who's fucking watching that? <laughs> a morbid curiosity would probably have me just trying to find it and gritting my teeth all the way through it just to have dirt on Hogan. <laughs> Still can't believe the bastard blocked me on Twitter. He blocked me years ago and he's unblocked me since. Has he? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he did like what uh, Sean Spears did. He just blocked a lot of people and then did a mass unblocking. Yeah. I'm expecting PJ Black... Uh, Formerly known as Justin Gabriel from WWE to have bought me now. Because oh, he, he, he's an anti-vaxxer and that's what's uh, come out today. Oh. Fucking hell, they've gone to some kind of advert here. Uh, yeah, it's come out as an anti-vaxxer like, over the last couple of days and what have you. But what's really fucking despicable, it's not his views, it's just how he's gone about it. Uh, yeah. Basically, one of the presenters for Ring of Honor, uh, Quinn McKay, I think she's called, she basically posted on Twitter, get vaccinated. And PJ didn't reply to her, but people that's replying to her agreeing with her, he's replying to them and giving them shit. And he, apparently, yesterday, he spent hours camping, waiting for people to respond, and just responding to every single one, and then telling people, oh, man up, it's called an immune system and all this shit. It's like, again, you, you have a right to your opinion, you're wrong, but you have yeah. a right to your opinion, <laughs> you know. 
But yeah, it, basically calling people twat and things like this. It's like, this is a guy that actually genuinely believes he's a fucking werewolf, for fuck's sake. Like, oh, the fucking hell fire my heart in my mouth then. Yep, so was mine. Let's <laughs> try to get my words back. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking exchange that the Ray and Dean Malenko did. And this is... The <laughs> <laughs> the cheap shot that was fucking brilliant right, basically Ray, Ray and Dean they've just had this uh, really fast exchange where they're doing all these flips and counter flips and uh, small packages and counter small packages and all that and Ray just uh, managed to pin and Dean kicked out immediately he lands on his knees and he's looking towards the camera and out of nowhere you just see Dean flick him in the eye <laughs> his arm just comes off screen he just goes flick and I'm pretty sure he was led on his back when he actually did it as well. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've I'm, never I'm, seen I'm, it like I'm, that. I'm trying to describe the moment that we thought that Rey Mysterio was about to die. Uh, uh, <laughs> and also, uh, the one thing that we see in the Euros at the moment is distraught fans that find themselves, spot themselves on camera, and then they start cheering. And there's just a lot of people in the corner uh just saw themselves on camera and they just started fucking dancing. Yeah. <laughs> right, so obviously they have a screen here. Yeah, they can have a screen at Clash of the Champions. They can't have a screen at fucking Nitro or MGM. Yeah. See, that's Again. something I've just noticed as well. I've not actually really picked up on that. They really don't have screens on Nitro at all. It weren't no, just don't. an MGM thing. Yeah. It's like, that is... Especially when you're on television and you're actually having to cater for a television audience as well yeah. as your you, your audience in, in the arena. It means you're going to be going backstage more. That is a major far part not having a screen on natural. Yeah. And I think, obviously, at Clash of the Champions, with them having screens, surely at some point they're going to realise, well, hang on a minute, these screens actually make sense and then they'll incorporate them later down the line. Yeah. But I mean, I, even, I, I even no Raw at the moment has a screen. Yeah. Back in 1996, they have a screen there. Yeah. I don't know what the reason is for for not having one. I have no idea. No. There you go. And it's really weird how they're so behind the curve here, but when Russo, and fucking hell, we we, we spoke about Russo off her, and he's, you know, he's he's a dick. Like, but... (laughs) How ahead of the curve he was in 1999 when he comes into into WCW with some of the some of the production quality that comes as a result of him, and even even WWE just look outdated compared. Like the Titantrons that that WWE have compared to the you know the weird WCW one. You know, the, I mean, the, were... the, the WCW logo, that, the, the weird WCW logo, because they had yeah. that on Nitro, don't they? But yeah. they have the the, uh, the secondary screens at the bottom for, like, names and things like that, like wrestler yeah. names or what have you. I mean, WWE didn't even have that at that point. And now that, that's, like, standard. Yeah, yeah. So, you, a... I mean, like, Jim Corner, like, I, I give credit where it's due. You know, uh, you know Jim Cornette may be a giant... You know, ginormous ass, but you know it. He did revolutionise the business, and yep. even Russo, in his own way, revolutionised the business. Yep, yep. Same with Vince. You know, Vince is the same. You know, you don't have to like Vince to to understand that Vince has done, you know, a lot of things 
for fans and for wrestling as a whole. Yeah, it's just this personal fucking shit that we don't like and it. shit yeah. that goes goes on behind the scenes as well. I mean, we Which do this on, pre- a, on, a, on a fortnightly basis. We sit here and we, we praise Chris Benoit, but obviously as a person, complete dickhead. So there yeah, you go, exactly. you know what I mean? You've, you've got to be able to separate... We've said it before, haven't we? Separate the person from what they've done and you know their accomplishments. Ryan Giggs is another example. Like He should never yeah. go into a Hall of Fame, but you can appreciate the guy was a cracking footballer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that move. But it's going to look so much better with Ray because he's so light. And I think you're slightly ahead of me now. It's basically what uh, what Malenko uh, usually does. He'll have somebody in a fisherman's carry on the top rope, and then he'll throw them up in the air and jump down, and they land on his knee, stomach first. Yeah. And that was a weird finish. Yeah, but the referee yeah. is reversing his decision, and he's right. Oh, and that's nice. Oh, fuck! Oh, and Ray's won it. And Ray's won it. What do you call that move that Ray just did where it just fucking leaps onto the shoulders and rolls forward? I have no idea. I suppose it'd be a reverse... I don't know. <laughs> like a reverse inverted... hurricane... Yeah, or an inverted hurricane run attack fucking... Hurricane run sunset for. flip flip yeah. they fucking do. But yeah, it looked fucking insane because he did it so quickly as well. Yeah. I mean, he just fucking sprung off his feet onto his shoulders. Like, yeah, bloody hell, fucking, Ray. The guy was next level. Yeah, so absolutely. Good. Right up. Boing. <laughs> Brilliant. And the fans fucking pop for it as well. Yeah. The cruiserweights are getting over. Good to know. The um, Just going back very briefly to what you were saying about Vince Russo, a couple of things. He was... Uh, he had a video story, didn't he? Like for years and years and years, and that was basically his only source of income. Was he had yeah. this video store that I think his dad had fucking bought for him, and he kept going to his dad and asking for money because it wasn't um, it wasn't as profitable as he wanted it to be. Let's put it that way. Just as Macho Man's, it's a new Slim Jim uh, advert, and we saw. So we watched that Thunder from nineteen ninety nine and two thousand uh, the other night. We saw the 1999-2000 Macho Man Slim Jim Pro uh, commercial. <laughs> Fuck me, it's so good. <laughs> I've never we, seen it before in my life. It's so good. And they've con- they continued on, and it said Dentine uh, Bubblegum, and it says Brush Your Teeth. That's the slogan, Brush Your Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one that they had. So this th- the thunder that I watched... Uh, is Mike, so it's Mike Tanay and Larry Zabisco and they're in this studio doing this highlights programme because I'm sure it's like hurricane. Can I just, can I just stop you here? We're yeah. probably going to go into Thunder at some point and there is a good chance I might forget what you're telling me but there's also a good chance that I might not. Well, it's fine because it's not really a spoiler. It's just an advert. Yeah. So this, obviously the sponsor's there and it, they're, spo- they're sponsored by Butterfinger, the little fucking <laughs> bar, right? And it's Mike Tanay, and he's just like, this episode, this this portion of WCW Thunder is sponsored by Butterfinger. Lick my Butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how much did they have to pay Mike Tanay to say this? Or did they not just turn around and say, ain't no way I'm saying that? I well, mean, as, as we've uh, we concluded, they were getting paid two, nearly two and a half grand per fucking day. Well, that was Gene. That was Gene. Oh, I don't oh, know what Mike Tanay was on. Sorry. Ah, right, Mike. I thought you meant Gene for some reason. No. Um, no, no, I, I was distracted by the Glacier promo. 
Oh, I'm distracted by this fucking match now. Anyway, we'll uh, do anything but talk about this match. Because well, well, speaking of Glacier promo, I actually did watch the uh, new Mortal Kombat movie this past week. Ah, okay. Yeah, real good. Real good. Not so much for storytelling, you know. I mean, it's basically setting up um, the events, the next events, the tournaments and things like that, because there's no, no tournament in it. And it's just basically just filling in a little bit of the backstory, just yeah. a little bit, but... They're also catering more to the people that play the games and they know the backstory as well. But right. I, I'll tell you something, it was a really good movie. Like, for the fighting sequences in it were absolutely insane. Nice. Yeah, really, really good movie. Really, really gory as well in places. I mean, that that's what a Mortal Kombat movie should be, not the fucking camp ones that we had in 1995 or whatever it, <laughs> it were. Yeah, I'd definitely recommend a watch, uh, watch if you're a Mortal Kombat fan. I, I think you said that you're not so much a Mortal Kombat fan. No, not but, really. But, yeah, it's a it's really really decent film. Oh, good. You know? It's good to hear that, that somebody's seen a decent film, because almost ba- all Based the on the video now, game. Yeah, yeah. Video game movies now. are notoriously bad. I think movies in general are just notoriously bad at this moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been... The past three years, I could probably count on one hand the films that I've seen that have actually made me go, you know what, I would watch that again. <laughs> Speaking of, if there was a WCW wrestler, you'd wish would get like a a, a fatality of a Mortal Kombat character. If, say, Glacier came in and he, you know, he, he's literally fucking Sub-Zero, because he is, yeah. and he could just like free somebody and then punch him into a million fucking pieces... Uh, what do we see? Do we wrestle? Would you like to see, uh, see him do that too? Because uh, there's two in the ring right now. I wish there he would do two. it too. Yeah. And I don't just... wish death on VK Wall Street or fucking hacksaw Jim Duggan. But whatever gets him off fucking TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And once I mean, you get I, into uh, 1999 territory, hacksaw Jim Duggan sort of relegated to WCW Saturday Night. So we did see him on WCW Worldwide on Channel Five, but uh, on Nitro, yeah. not so much. Thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have this cool name for a show, Nitro, and you've got Jim Duggan on it. <laughs> it's kind of like the juxtaposition there is, oh, my God. This is just really fucking cartoonish now. Mm. Oh, God. So, Vince Russo. Uh, <laughs> the other yeah, thing I was going to say about him. <laughs> The other thing I was going to say about him is that he actually does himself a hell of a lot of favour. He actually went up in my estimation. I know, yeah. Shock horror. Um, the China documentary that was on Vice. Oh, yeah. He was really good friends with China. Yes. he And you know what? He, he I, I had a, new, a small, small bit of newfound respect for Vince Russo because of the that entire documentary. He was just, you know, if there was somebody that was looking out for it, it was probably him. Yeah, uh, the pe- the people that she'd surrounded herself with, and they were making the documentary, and she was making a return and going to comic cons and stuff like that. Well, one of them was a fucking heroin addict, you know, which she didn't need to be around. The other one was fucking using her, and it's as clear as day. As soon as as soon as he came on the TV, I was just like, I just had a, a an instant dislike of the guy. By the time you get to the end, oh, you know, she's he, and it's it's her manager, quote. Yeah, and when she fires him. He just turns he turns around and says, Darling, you can't fire me, don't you realise? I'm your soulmate. Like, fuck off, mate. Seriously. You you are fucking deluded. And he's got the footage of, you know, going up to her room and, and the footage of her lying dead in her bed and apparently the three guys who are making this documentary have all fallen out now, none of them speak to each other. But the the one 
half decent one uh, who wasn't stoned or anything like that he turned around and he said to this day that bastard just he celebrates having that footage like it's some some badge of honour and he said it's just disgusting and I fucking agree I completely agree yeah well worth a watch uh, it was Vice Dark Side of the Ring said they were going to do one didn't they but then all of a sudden they said no it's been cancelled and no they never really gave uh, reason as to why a lot of people speculated it was because it didn't it painted the WWE in a very distasteful light and they might have sued or whatever but it turns out it's because somebody else was already in the midst of doing a China documentary and rightfully Dark Side of the Ring just sort of stepped aside and said no you guys carry on yeah uh, they promoted it uh, and it is well worth a watch it's really sad but, see um, and that watch. and that goes to show you uh what fucking companies have integrity and what companies don't because now WWE they, they realised oh yeah this is this is what's going to be coming out about the Ultimate Warrior this is what Dark Side of the Ring are doing on yeah we'll do one of our own yeah you know yeah. and just try and put him in the best like fucking possible because let's face it because of uh, Dana Warrior being signed to a contract which by the way yeah she basically used her husband's death to get a very lucrative contract out of WWE. Basically yes. saying, like, give me this amount of money or I'm going to fucking take you to the cleaners anyway. Yeah. You know? And now she's got all this fucking thing. I mean, smart strategy, but I, I do not like her. I no. really do not like her. I mean, there's one thing, you know, basically threatening the WWE, you know, we're, we're suing over the way they treat her husband and all that. But there's also a case of they didn't really say a lot of things wrong about the guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. they basically just pointed out that he was a real-life piece of shit. Yeah. But using your husband's fucking death as a... Oh, no, no, that's just a completely different basis. Yeah. It, it's a it's case of two, really. two wrongs don't make a right. No, that's You it. know? But, yeah, and now she's held in like, high regard with the WWE and just, yeah, don't like it. There's such there's such thing. If you ever look at like Dana's uh, Twitter or Instagram or like that, um, it, it's the same thing with uh, the uh, um, Celeste Bonin, who used to be Caitlin in WWE. There's such thing as toxic positivity. Yeah, and she's very much of that ilk. And I, I don't hate Celeste Bonin at all, but she's very much the, the same, but not to the degree that Dana Warrior is. You know, and right. there's, there's few others like that as well. You know, just trying to, like, paint the world, as, everything in the world is really good, and it's your mindset that makes it bad, or shit like this. It's like, that's, that's not how it works, guys. It just really yeah, isn't, yeah. you know. But she's doing it because she's overcompensating because her husband is a cunt, or was a cunt. And she stood by him while he was like this. And then basically just t- turning around and saying, well, you know, he redeemed himself. And like, were how? What did he do? Yeah. Uh, oh, he, he became a born again Christian. Oh yeah, that that corrected it, did it? No, it doesn't no, he exonerate didn't. everything, does it? No. Exactly, because no one, ex- you know, no one's, everyone still fucking holds Shawn Michaels to task for for what he was like in the in the late eighties and throughout the nineties. Yeah. You know, and he's a born again Christian, and he holds himself to task about that. I do not believe that Warrior ever held himself to task uh, over things like queering doesn't make the world work. Yeah. Or whatever other shit that he came out with. I think she actually used the word repent. Yeah, it might have been, yeah. Yep. 
No, I don't. I don't look on her Twitter, and and to be honest, no, don't. Again, after seeing both documentaries and not comparing them side by side, but certainly one one looks from one viewpoint and another looks from another. And uh, again, I go on the dark side route. You know, his first wife got absolutely fucked over, uh, and it's obvious that to this day it still it still hurts her. And you know, Dana is just. It's almost as if it's Matt Hancock crocodile tears all over again. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just it's just so it just seems so fake. Yeah, it's a facade. That's what they do. So to update everybody, uh, Hacksaw Jim Dogan lost. Hooray! Um, but he but, lost to VK Wall Street. Well, <laughs> he lost. It was a bit of a, a, a clustery finish. Basically, he went for the tape around the wrists. The referee saw it. The referee decided he was going to stop Hacksaw. The referee got tangled up in the tape a little bit, got pulled down, uh, and VK took advantage, got the pin. Yeah, very wacky racist finish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and at and the end, Hacksaw unfo- was just saying, this stinks, this stinks. Well, the fucking whole match did, so there you go. <laughs> at least it was it, quick. That's the yeah, it, it liked four minutes of utter bollocks. Oh my God, Conan, for fuck's sake, guy. <laughs> it, it, when you think that he's actually making progress... He does and, this. I mean, I don't like the guy, but for fuck's sake. <laughs> right. He's gotten rid of the tassels. He's now just wearing plain black trunks. That's fine, you know. He's he's still wearing the pink kick pads, which just yeah. don't go with the trunks. But, okay, whatever. It's still an improvement. He's got that weird luchador mask, which only has the... The essence, it doesn't have the actual main base to it. So you're just seeing all his face through the gas. Basically, they're like a Vader mask. Yeah. And he was wearing a olive green denim waistcoat. Yeah. It's like... People give fucking damn Dallas Page grief for the amount of gimmicks that he had at one one time. Does anybody fucking hold Conan to account? <laughs> they should. <laughs> they really should. Yeah, he had four, four gimmicks here and then he took the mask off, so he... Which is just completely pointless. He's come out with the mask on and he's took the mask off. I'm going to presume going forward he's not going to wear a mask ever again and this was just his unmasking and he was just like, uh, yeah, fuck it, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, and there's also a case of he's wearing very weird elbow pads and gloves, which are blue. Yeah, and they're really thick. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like what uh, Amma Johnson did with the knee pads, except he's done it on his elbows. Yeah. It's like he's doubled up or tripled up either. Yeah, he's definitely got f- three different pairs of, of uh, elbow pads on. It's like, yeah. there must be no mobility there. Well, very little. I mean, somehow he's actually managing to do stuff. But what he's wearing, he's got like one big black elbow pad on each arm and then white on it. And it looks like he's got, you know, uh, the elbow pads that skateboarders would wear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like he's got them on top. Yeah, he's, he's over somehow, there a little bit. Yeah, somehow he's more... I mean, if he's got elbow problems, I mean, that's something else, but... Yeah. I mean, he's moving fine, so... Yeah, I don't think he has elbow problems. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. this is just a... Weird attire. Really, really weird attire. And uh, he's facing Ultimo Dragon, or Ultimate Dragon, who's still got the shark by uh, teeth. Yeah, <laughs> I I just I just don't like it. I just don't. <laughs> no, it just looks weird. Accompanied to the ring by Sonny Ono. 
And Nick Patrick is the referee. It's worth noting. It's always worth noting. Oh, sorry, oh no. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, Axang go from behind. Sonny just going for it. I bet Nick Patrick's <laughs> stood there watching, doing absolutely nothing. Okay, yeah, so there you are. Nick Patrick's see, like, yeah, I'll let it go. Yeah, Sonny Ono's is actually winning me over a little bit now. Because <laughs> he, he, he doesn't really do anything. Like, most managers in WCW tend to not do anything. They just stand outside. But yeah. Sonny Ono's probably been manager of, like, six or seven different people. And he just stands there, and all he does is clap. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. Now he's fucking doing all these, these roundhouse kicks and all sorts. But <laughs> you know what? Fair fucks to you. If you've got that in your buddy, in your uh, back pocket, fucking use it. Totally, yeah. I'm looking oh. forward to seeing Eric Bischoff. You know, wrestle. Oh, corner one. Out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, yeah that first turn didn't last long, did it? No. <laughs> He just went and gave fucking Ultimate Dragon a cheap shot after the match. Well, it just kicked him into the corner. That's not a good outing for uh, Ultimate Dragon. No, I mean, it weren't like he did anything wrong. It just made him look like a chump. Oh, God, that's a very homoerotic pin. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, Corman was like... I want him to set inches, I mean centimetres away from teabagging Ultimate Dragon. <laughs> you know, the gut the gusset was just hanging right over. Like ugh. Yeah, let's let's not go there. Let's not, no. <laughs> Tony's promoting a WCW thermos that you can get from WCW.com apparently. Oh wow, Scott Norton. Was that ice train? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't quite tell. What I, what I don't understand, he, he's wearing a t-shirt and he's got his shoulder taped up over the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I broke my leg, they didn't fucking put a cast on my school pants. <laughs> no, they actually cut my school pants open. They actually yeah. cut... They cut it from the fire down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. So Meng's going to win this one. Yeah. Accompanied to the ring by the mouth. <laughs> it's just the mouth. <laughs> hey, well, he is, isn't he? It's just... Creative, we're champions wrestle, well done. Gold star there, mate. Nick Patrick's the referee in this one as well. I wonder if Nick Patrick actually went backstage, he just waited around in the ring. And uh, maybe, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just stood against the uh, rocks when he tapping his watch like, come on! <laughs> oh, why the fuck not? Meng versus Macho, man. Fucking why not? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, men's not winging this, then. Winging, winning. <laughs> I changed my mind entirely, yeah. <laughs> when you said, uh, you know, why the fuck not, uh, there was just nothing that came up with Savage on my screen. I'm like three seconds behind now. Oh, It's hell. right, it's right. I'm, hang on, I'll but, pause it for three seconds. Oh, hang on. He's not coming out. 
Right, you can just play it anyway. So he's probably been assaulted by the horseman. Or is he going to come from behind? Huh. Huh. <laughs> huh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Get Nick Nap Naptrick on the fucking case. <laughs> Nick Naptrick. You'll find out. I thought you were going Nick Nap Paddywhack. <laughs> you could do. <laughs> well, well, yeah, pa uh, Paddy is short for Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Nick Nap Paddywhack. That's his new fucking kayfabe name. Here's Gene earning his $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they have him on TV 15 times a day. <laughs> Since when does Gene dictate, like, when red wrestlers aren't here, what happens? Now he's talking to Dave Penzer. Well, what you're what you're thinking there is actually dictating what happens. He's actually just going round, you know, just asking like, "Oops, uh, have you had a hair transplant? We're gonna go get a hair transplant," you know, because he's obsessed with her. Yeah. <laughs> no, and if if you if you're earning fucking two, nearly two and a half grand per fucking appearance, you may as well just like consider it at least. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't know if I could be trusted on two thousand pounds per day. I just. Whew. Yeah, my wage just, my wage doesn't fucking last. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's that's like fucking hell. That's like a two month wage. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, fucking hellfire. Yeah, and you 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 get paid. I think you get paid weekly compared to me. Do you or do you get yeah, paid monthly? Yeah. I get paid every four a week. Yeah. Like, and my wage ne very rarely lasts a four a week. I usually have like a little bit left over, but when you're doing oh, like, when you're doing home improvements and shit like that. I'd just be on a fucking hell. I'd be on my phone every midnight or 1am, whatever time it went into my bank. Boom. Straight away, I'd just be eBay, Depop, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be buying so much shit that I don't need. Either that or still at the bar. Uh, oh, the mechanic. <laughs> fucking hell, he hasn't changed his clothes since Monday. No. It must have right. got trapped under that car as well because it's all ripped on his on his sleeve. <laughs> right, offer. I was talking about how we're playing uh, why we all were the other night, <laughs> and uh, Kevin Sullivan is very much like a, a why we all type character. They're saying if he just if he just took the sharpie that he used to paint, uh, draw his eyebrows on, which he's stopped doing, and just drew on a warrior mustache, uh, why we all mustache, he would be very much Wario. He's got, he's just got that quality. It's the same, same shape, very similar facial features, you know. And he's just got that wah quality to his voice. Absolutely, you know. So who would Absolutely. be Waluigi? Oh, that, that's Jimmy Hart. Definitely Jimmy Hart. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously Wario, uh, Wario, Mario, Gene Auckland. Yeah, has to be. Just put an hat on him. Yep, so <laughs> so now we're going to find who would be Luigi. Plumage probably could earn £2,000 a day. Yeah. <laughs> so I read the other day about uh, the Dungeon Oh my god, sorry, sorry to interrupt Go you, but uh, Hugh Morris is definitely fucking Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> is Nick Ray Mysterio's tights? <laughs> oh, no, have they got question marks on them? Yeah. What the fuck? 
Oh, here we go. Ah, here's Luigi. Oh, maybe not. I just saw a green, a, a green sports coat. Oh, fuck's sake. Fucking hellfire. So yeah, I read the other day that um, the Dungeon of Doom was created, obviously, to go against Hulk Hogan. We already know this. We discussed this like months ago on, on, an, on another episode of this podcast. However, yeah. I read, apparently, it was because Hulk Hogan didn't have full trust in Kevin Sullivan. So they created the Dungeon of Doom for Hogan to go against and to basically for him to job to Hogan on a constant basis so that Hogan would trust Kevin Sullivan and they would could cohesively work together. That's the reason for the Dungeon of Doom. Okay. So obviously it had to have Hulk Hogan's fucking fingerprints all over it. His smelly smelly fingerprints. But yeah, it was basically just some sort of device to get them two to work together. And it worked. They yeah. trusted him and, and going forward, obviously Kevin Sullivan was, was I don't know if it was head of creative, but he was certainly up there um, on a constant basis throughout WCW for the most part. Um, and yeah. Uh, we've got Jedward coming out. Sorry, it's... Uh... <laughs> Oh, dearie me. Yeah, we've actually got a, a women's I, match on this. Like, yeah, I wonder who she's going to face. Hmm, let me think. <laughs> oh, what a fucking surprise. Yeah, of course, it's Medusa. She was on top dollar and all. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's Bona Cano, by the way. Yeah. I know I said Jedward, but... I'd love to see Jedward in a wrestling match. Not against each other. Well, it depends on what kind of match it would be. It won't be long. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we taking bets on how long that hurt is going to stay like that? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Seconds. Like, you know... I mean, how do you keep it stood up like that? I really don't know. I mean, that's something that Viagra just doesn't... I mean... That must I really be... Don't know. It must be a combination of extra, extra, extra strong hair gel, um, hairspray, and a very windy day or a fan. <laughs> like, it's... It's impressive how she's managed to do that. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say that because even even me with my hair, I have fucking difficulty with really shaping it and what have you. So the fact that she does right, how is she getting away with that? Oh, because the ref's not the watching. Ref's not. Yeah, to be yeah. fair to she her, none... and I have to I have to give her credit here is is that she directed the referee saying there's something going on with Sonny Ono. Yeah, I uh, missed the referee. It. Yeah, I was Whereas clearly obsessed was... with her. Yeah, <laughs> if this was Nick Patrick or. I don't know, fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggan and fucking VK Wall Street. Um, I think they just would have fucking done it anyway. And yeah. Nick Patrick would have let it go. Nick Patrick would have taken a snooze. Yeah. <laughs> would, have lied down, would have lied down so conveniently she could use the nunchucks. Oh, Medusa, you've really cocked that one up. Fucking hell. I think Bull Nakano was a bit far, uh, too far away from her to be, uh, to be frank. She was like 
not even dead centre at ring. She was actually further back. Obviously, right. just to just to just to put it in perspective, in the centre of the ring, you got the WCW logo with the crossers. She was uh, standing on the first W. Right. She had one foot on it. She were a bit too far out, but Medusa should have called an audible and gone to the top rope. Yep. So I do wonder at what point, you know, somebody turned around and, and saw this match at Hogwild and thought, you know what, we'll do it again. Yeah. Sounds of bikes. <laughs> oh! oh! Sonny's taking a... Fucking hell, Sonny's getting this. <laughs> right. The way... <laughs> the way Sonny Ono, but he, he landed against the guardrail and he just shook his head. <laughs> <laughs> He did have an element of surprise on his face. Yeah. Oh, he went for a kick. Sonny's definitely fucking earning his stripes today. Fucking hell. And another match over with, you know, fucking hell. These matches aren't lasting long at all, are they? I'm okay with it. Sonny <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Bull Nakano hugging in the ring. Hang on a minute, what the fuck is Tori Schiavone going on about? Medusa didn't win at Hogwild. She lost. No. Yeah, she lost and then fucking went and bloody destroyed the bike anyway. Yeah. But Tony's just said, oh, she's 2-0. and all. No, she's not. <laughs> that was worth a second look. His face. Look at him. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> I'm really liking Sonny Ono tonight. <laughs> At least he's uh, trying. I'm, I'm a bit gutted, actually, because I think that's the last time we're going to see him. I can't think of anybody else that he'd be managing. I'm going to say Sonny Ono was there for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's here to watch either Elizabeth or Ric Flair in this promo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching where woman's hands going. Yeah, we have gone quiet, but it's a Ric Flair promo. I mean, come on. And I've just realised the fucking closed captions have gone off on me again. I actually haven't noticed. <laughs> so I've got them on. I can actually find out what he's actually saying. That's a really good line. Names don't change, but dates uh, dates do. Yeah. Basically, just saying like they've done this for quite, a, you know, they've done this quite a few times now, and it's just him and uh, Hogan going one on one yet again. I mean, pretty decent line that. I like it. Yeah. Jeans waving. Woman away. She know you jumped me on the enforcer. What the fuck? Captain's going off on one again. Yeah, he said. And the, um, he and said the woo. Chico, if you jump on me, you'll be dealing with the enforcer. And uh, the woo was wrong as well, because it, it was spelled W. Or or H. Oh, that's war. <laughs> war. It's like warrior all over again. <laughs> no, instead of why, it's whoa. You know, if he 
you know, he just uh, balanced on the edge, edge yeah. of land, and he would fall down a gap like, whoa! <laughs> Don't beat up my best friend because I can't. Are you jealous, Rick? <laughs> Again, I'm not sure he said that. No, I'm not sure he said that either. We're going dancing to get pizzas or anything tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. England are playing it- Italy. No oh, pizzas. pizzas. No pizzas. <laughs> no. <laughs> no pizzas. Brush your breath. <laughs> it's getting worse, this. Oh, super soccer's. Surely they've not... Oh, pockets. They kept all the adverts in. This is amazing. I'm so happy. This is great. This is like being back in 1996. (laughs) In a country that we didn't even live in. (laughs) To be fair, that Super Soccer advert was the same in the UK. I do remember that. Do you remember what uh, the the advertisement that WWE had, like with Super Soccer? They had like like a partnership, should I say. Do you know how they promoted the Super Soccer? No. They gave Val Venus one, and it was flesh-coloured. Yeah, you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, I do know, yeah. <laughs> Dear. Yeah, this is a this is a product marketed for kids. Yeah, let's, uh, let's make it a cock. Let's make it a penis. <laughs> yeah, we are actually <laughs> making it a, a cock. It's just like, just flesh-coloured. Yeah, yeah, just... So, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP's coming out. The Diamond's... The black, the blue. We're actually getting close to real DDP. Yeah. The fucking size of that cigar, though. Yeah, it's fucking massive, that. It's, it's almost, almost as big as, big as... Hulk Hogan's. <laughs> we were about to say that thing. Nah, 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 nah. That is not a, a super soccer. Definitely not. Not Hulk Hogan. Now we know what we were talking about when we were going on about his 21-inch python. <laughs> DDP versus Eddie Guerrero. I'm not going to say it's going to be a good match and that I'm anticipating it, because every time I say that, it turns out to be really fucking dull. Yeah, this is going to be shit. Yeah, awful. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be even we... worse, because Nick Patrick's not in the ring. Yeah, it's that nondescript uh, mullet moustache guy. Actually, he hasn't even got a mullet anymore. He's no cut mullet. it. No. He's cut it short. He's got more like a... He's got very much the 70s Beatles haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Where, you know... Just they, a bit flatter. They, yeah, they just started becoming men, so they grew out the tush. The tushes. The tush. Grew out the tushes. Oh, nice. <laughs> Oh, a big drop kick. Yeah, fast pairs from the off, which is what yeah. you should expect from an Eddie Guerrero match anyway. Yeah. Oh, fucking oh. hell. What was he trying know. to do there? Like, you don't do a spear, Eddie. No. He just went... And I mean, he, legi- well. he legitimately hit his shoulder against the ring post. Yeah. And I know he injures his shoulder by doing that in WWE, so... Yeah, it's, it just seems to be a, a common thread with this guy. And I mean, why? Why would you even do that? Oh! 
What a knee breaker that were. Well, not an, even a knee breaker. It were. That'll go me a gut buster. Yeah, gut buster. Yeah. Gut buster Side. using the knee. Knee breaker. Yeah. <laughs> Side gut wrench, gut buster. Weird. Yeah. I'm really oh, off the my fucking nearly got a fucking boot in the face then. <laughs> I'm really off my game today. <laughs> you can Just tell I'm not... that coffee to kick in. Yeah. You can tell I'm not well, can't you? <laughs> I've had a bit of a cough for a couple of days. Uh oh. I've tested it, don't worry, I'm negative. Oh, good, good. But I just think it's the, you know, because uh, weather has been, it's been bipolar weather this week. Oh, it's been sunny one it. day and rainy the next. It it always happens when I have sudden changes in weather like that, it just gets to my throat. Mm. Gives me gives me sniffles, gives me a bit of a cough. You know, just cold-like symptoms, You yada yada. Always seems to fucking happen. Yeah, DDP, we've gone quiet because DDP's just, uh, he's got a reverse chin lock on Eddie. And it's, it's just dragged out for a little bit too long. Yeah. But I can understand them having a rest all in this match. The, the, yeah, the, the match the on Nitro. start off with. Yeah, the match on Nitro, there was no fast-paced action whatsoever. And DDP thought, yeah, rest all for two fucking minutes. Oh my god! He's so massive there. <laughs> he landed on his neck! <laughs> right, basically, Eddie Guerrero's on the floor and he trips he, he trips DDP up, you know, by just throwing his arm against his legs. DDP fucking jumps back, but he actually angles his body midway in the air and lands on his neck. Like, Jesus Christ. That's like a standard DDP cell, that. He does I it know, quite a but lot. Fucking hell. I think oh. it was a camera angle. Yeah. Because it was just the, the the camera was right in front of him when he did it. He fucking caught DDP in the tooth though. Oh really Sit good power out. bomb. Yep. We are seeing DDP. He's coming into his own now. He's really coming into his own. And it's good to see because like when we're not used to DDP having really long matches, by now this match probably would have been finished. Yeah, but because he's getting, he, he, he's got a bit of a longer match here, and Eddie's giving him more. He's doing more, and that's what yep. we want to see from from DDP. Yeah, got to give him the right opponent as well, which doesn't seem to have have happened. That too. Oh, frog splash! Oh, nice. One, two, three, and a rare loss for DDP. Yeah. Doesn't happen often. I wasn't expecting this match to end at that point, to be honest. No. It's kind of come out of nowhere. Again, a quick match, but it just seemed like they had a lot in there. Did the referee... J oh, was that for the ring? Oh, it was. I think it was. Okay. Right, so... Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Diamond cutter. And... I said diamond cutter. Basically, he should... Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> he nearly died. <laughs> Why are we laughing? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, the poor guy. 
<laughs> nearly D- fucking decapitated himself on that bottom rope. <laughs> Fuck. DDP chucked the ref out and he flipped over the top rope and landed on his back on the apron and caught his neck on the bottom rope. Oh. I think it because it was just a comical Oof. bump. It was so comical how he did it. It was kind of like, and I don't know why this came to my head, but if the fat controller from Thomas the Tank Engine took a bump, <laughs> it was literally like that. This referee's not heavy set, but he bumped it like he was a heavy set guy. Yeah. And he yeah. does look like the fat controller in his face, so <laughs> that's why. But fucking hell. I don't know, they're all checking on Eddie Guerrero, but the referee's outside, like, <laughs> genuinely almost dead. And they're all just like, nah, you can wait your turn. Fucking Mormon. Oh, Han- random. Yeah, Hans Mormon in The Simpsons. Hollywood Hogan is anybody out, out of is nowhere. Any- <laughs> is anybody in this graveyard dead? Now that you mention it, I am. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was funny. So this is what Hogan should have done Nitro. Rather than expecting Hogan to come out for a promo, just come out, dragging Gene Oakland with you. Unexpectedly, get me a mic, get me a mic from somewhere. He's saying out here, out there a lot in this promo. It's yeah. it's uh it's sadly generic. Yeah. You know, it, it's this is what Hogan shouldn't be doing, I think. You know, it's too much uh, too much of the red and yellow stuff. Like that that the the backstage uh, vignette that the the end we all did and he's just talking in his normal voice. Hogan came off as really fucking cool. Once he goes back to, well, um, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Like, once yeah. he goes there, it's not, it dies for me. Yeah. And he's weirdly had a shave. Hmm, he shaved the black off, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, again. And it was just coming in and he was looking cool and he shaved it again. Like, so. It seems like he's very indecisive about what he wants to be here. You know, he's just, you know, he's, I won't say he's going through the motions, he's just, uh, it's a new character, and he's, he's doing the tried and tested formula, but he's also trying other things as well, so I can't be too harsh on the guy. Yeah. But, you know, you're also, you're also away for quite a while, and you probably should have more of an idea about this, I suppose, but you but you don't know until you, until you're in front of a crowd at the same time. So, but doing the stupid little man stuff again, like it, yeah, it's just it just doesn't work. But uh, strangling strangling Gene and uh, the gestures to the crowd and all that that works. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, yeah, being see, a bully as well. Yeah, just being a bully. 
I think we're going to see some more advertisements here. Uh, oh, yep. oh. Yeah, another Glacier <laughs> promo. <laughs> I'm sick of saying another Glacier promo, for fuck's sake. Just get the guy fucking wrestling. We did say when he was going to wrestle, didn't we? I think it's yeah. is it next week or something like that. September. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's next month, yeah, so we've got a few weeks yet. It's no wonder this character flopped. <laughs> he fucking spent so much time fucking hyping him up. Oh, yeah, and it also doesn't help that they've already done the Yeti. Yeah. I mean, okay, I know it would gone undone, but... It's not like Glacier can come out of a fucking... <laughs> Just come out of a block of ice. <laughs> Just arms come out the side, ice to meet you. <laughs> There's less cowboy in this uh, theme today. <laughs> I don't understand why they dropped the Four Horsemen theme. Is it just a way just to make Benoit be a standout character? Could be, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, it, 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 does, it does make sense because individually he's fucking great and if you, if you separate him from the Horsemen, make him stand out on his own, then he's going to get over more as an individual character rather than just somebody that's been lumped in with the Horsemen. Yeah. It does make so, me yeah. wonder, though. So, Orin has a variation of the Horseman theme. Yes. Rick's got his own theme. I wonder what Mongols would be. <laughs> Just a lot of chihuahuas barking. Yeah. <laughs> Deborah doing karaoke. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You, now you want to hear it just as much as I do. <laughs> she will sound like a fucking budget bloody... Um, just like a budget Dolly Parton with her accent. <laughs> The giant mid carding now. Yeah, he's. Uh, I won't say he's lost his shine because he didn't really have much shine to begin with. No. But he, he is. I mean, I, I can understand why he's been pulled back just a little bit because here, what we've essentially got is heel on heel. And they're also trying to distinguish the, the separation of the NWO from the rest of the WCW. So even the heels are heels. Oh my god! What the fuck? What a uh, fucking chalk slam! That is one of the best chalk slams I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Fucking now, hell. Now that is how you get the giant over. Yes. He fucking ragdolled Ben Waller. Okay, I take that fucking back, what I just said. Because what I thought they were doing here was distinguishing, you know, just getting the feuds out of the way and distinguishing the NWO from the rest of the fucking, rest of the card and really planting the seeds that the Giant is going to join the NWO. Because we're not, swear alert, we know that's happening, and we know that's happening soon. Whether it's the fourth man or the fifth man is a different story. But I can't believe they didn't even show replay of that. What the fuck? Yeah. We are going to have to put that on social media. Yeah, oh, yeah that's going straight up. <laughs> straight up, I tell you. Holy hell. I mean, it was a bit of a fucking... A bit of a 
blah blah fin- uh, beginning. So yeah. woman, it looked like woman was trying to get his coat off, but he was struggling. It was like, really bizarre. Yeah, and then he just picks him up, and honestly, he must be ten foot in the air. I'm not. I'm not even joking. But he's got sheer terror on his face while he's up there, and the giant keeps him up there for what four or five seconds, and then just slams him down. And when he slams him down, the giant actually leaps as well. <laughs> it was what fucking me. I have never seen anything like that. I mean, it just astounds me. He has got that in him, and they've not used that before. Like yeah. that. Sheer I mean, you've got to give some credit strength. to Benoit as well. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. But the amount of people that he, he faces that are a lot smaller than that, you think he would try and get them up as high as he possibly can? Yeah, yeah. Holy hell! I can't believe I've just seen that. Fucking hell! That it, is that's the best choke slam I've ever seen. In yeah, my literally life. one of the best. I can't Oof. think of anything off the top of my head that was better than that. No. Brilliant. Fucking, I'm fucking speechless. I just, we've seen some fucking pretty gnarly shit on this. We nearly seen Rin Mysterio die. We nearly <laughs> seen a referee die. Chris Benoit, well, he, he's definitely filled his tights at least. And Sonny Ono nearly got killed by the guardrail as well. <laughs> Oh. They're earning the fucking paychecks tonight, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, totally. When they say putting it all on the line, well, there's three people in particular. Oh, look at the little girl dancing to Steiner line. <laughs> Brilliant. I gotta say, I'm quite enjoying this pay per view now. It's yeah. not a pay per view. It's a. <laughs> yeah, it's a TBS special. It, it's not been amazing by any means, but it's just like. These it's just been weird, entertaining. Yeah, these weird little things are happening. So, yeah. So the other problem I've got with this is you've got Steiner lined and then you've got Man Called Sting, but they're essentially the same fucking yeah, song. I've, I've the said same that. singer. Yeah, I've said that before. Like They've done it a few times now where these two teams have faced off and the songs have just bled into each other. Yeah. This is where WWE always got the production right, and AEW yeah. don't even do this, where the music just fades out, there's a pause, and then other music fades in. Mm. Mm. They, they, in WCW, the music just tends just to overlap each other, and in, in, in AEW, they just stop and start the next song. Like, yeah. a split-second pause. I just think... That fade out and a fade in. Fucking there's somebody in the crowd wearing a KFC bucket. <laughs> what the fuck is Buckethead doing here? <laughs> I'm, I am hoping that there is no connotation between Hoylam Heat and uh, Southern Fried Chicken. I'm hoping that's not it. Yeah, please. Because that's and, some sort of racial stereotype and, and it is a thing with uh, fucking Bobby Heenan on commentary as well we know he can slip into that um, yeah. he's done it a couple of times recently and yeah, Jesus Christ it's a bit cringy isn't it yeah just it's not something that you want to hear from Bobby Heenan because we're not we know that he he's not really like that in, well he wasn't really like that in real life he was just a, a really fucking nice guy yeah. But it's kind of like just trying to get heel heat for the sake of getting heel heat, and he will just slip that out. Yeah. I was going to say, Robert Parker, nowhere to be seen, he's just turned up. Yeah, he has, yeah. Again, looking a bit like the KFC Colonel. 
So they're putting the emphasis there again, aren't they, on, on Parker? Yeah, so he's yeah. probably just been cutting a deal because he did say that somebody was going to turn up, didn't he? That he's got a new, he's got a new protege, if you like. The rules uh, of this one, and Nick Patrick's involved. Uh, anybody can tag anybody. Right. Okay. Great. These never work then. You know, these no. matches never work, so this is going to be an absolute clusterfuck. Especially with a referee like this. Yeah, 100%. You know how I'd do this? Three people in the ring can only tag in their partner. You know, tornado style rule, uh, not tornado, fucking triple threat style rules. You know, no, no DQ because you can't have DQ in triple threats anyway. Just do that. Then it would work. It will still be a clusterfuck, but it will work yeah. better. Not I anybody. Mean, trios tagging. usually are. Trios yeah. are really hard to pull off. Again, yeah. the only time I've ever seen a decent one is the TNA one. Uh, I will say, uh, going back uh, to WrestleMania 34, I think it were, you had um, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor versus The Miz for the Intercontinental title. That was a really fucking good triple threat match. Because usually triple, uh, triple threats will devolve into, okay, two people in the ring with one person one being chucked out. Yeah. One out. Yeah, one one uh, that other person comes in, another person goes out and all that. The, for the most of that match, all three people were in the ring, but the one person was in the ring more consistently than anybody was the Miz, and he was getting his ass kicked throughout. Like, yeah. he was the in-ring general, and the Miz does not get a lot, a lot of credit for the, for that kind of stuff. He's not a great wrestler, but as a general, in-ring general, he is one of the best currently, and that was a really good example of how good he can be. I mean, you're working with top-tier talent, that helps, but him just getting his ass kicked, but all, almost always being in the ring. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, fair play, Lex. Fucking hell. What a fucking clothesline that were. The other thing I will say about Lex here as well, fair fucks to him, is that he's actually giving Nick Patrick shit for the stuff that happened at Hogwild. Yeah. So keeping that flame of a storyline still alive, or the flame of the storyline, rather. Yeah, Booker T. It's never a good look. <laughs> Booker T took a fucking really good bump there. Yeah. So. So Scott right. Steiner tags in Lex Luger. Yeah, exactly, and not like you know the usual thing like oh yeah I'm gonna tag myself in. No, Steiner's in the ring and he goes over and he tags Luger in like Luger's his partner. Yeah. Like both hands up, high double high fives. Like that makes no fucking sense. And now Scott had a good opportunity to go and take out Luger there, and he didn't. Yeah. He just yeah. He teased it, but didn't do it. Yeah, this it just doesn't work. There should be one member of each team in the ring. Rick tags in, and now Rick goes to Luger. <laughs> See that that makes sense to me. It makes sense, but like that, that that but no, you just look at it like, well, Scott and Rick aren't on the same page. Like it's just it makes no sense. It is makes this... no fucking sense. And also, can I also say, Sting is just blending into the background here. 
Yeah, he's not the doing co- anything. Yeah, well, yeah, and it doesn't help because of the colour of his fucking tights as well. Now he's wearing purple tights, but they're more close to the blue rather than actual deep purple. You know, he's fucking and wearing blue, well, purple and yellow. And the ring is blue and yellow. It's just yeah. It's just blending in because he's not doing anything, and it's cool with his tights and boots and bare spent. Just advertisement. Oh, it's just gone straight back. Never no mind. hot pockets. Gutted. Oh, sting tags in. I do I, like that yellow and purple, but it is a good like look. Say it is fading in. Yeah. yeah, it is a good look. Now the match is working now a little bit. But the problem is, is that anybody can tag anybody in. So, you know, I mean, what if one of uh, one of the Steiners or Hall and Heat just get whipped into the corner and accidentally Luger gets tagged in? Yeah. You know, they can just roll each other up and win the match. That's it. Like that. That it's just. Yeah, and that and that has happened. Oh, see, oh my God. Did you fear what I felt feared then? I did. I yeah. didn't think it were going to go that direction then, but yeah. obviously I know Sting's not that kind of person. No, but... but it was just that split second, like... Yeah. You know he's going through the motions at the moment. He could have... In storyline, he could have legitimately just thought, you know what, these people are fucking cheating, you know? We, we will say, he had, a hold, he had a hold of Sherry and Booker T. By the scope of the... By the scalps, and you thought, like, he was just going to, you know, sandwich, sandwich them. Uh, thankfully, he didn't. He was just holding uh, Sherry back. Thank fucking God for that. Woo! Don't want to see that from Sting. I think I've told you in the past, though, at some point he does end up Stinger splashing like women. Yeah. And I think it's just as Vince Russo comes in. No. Even as a heel, you don't want to see that from no. Sting. No, it was a face. It was oh, well, a face. It was against the heels. Well, even worse then. But I was just saying, even even when Sting's a heel, you don't want to see that from him. I mean, any other person... They are tra- I've got, I've, I should add, they, they, they're obviously wrestlers. I don't want to name who they are because obviously it comes first. No, no, line, but, but it's just... They are wrestlers. It, it's just a case of any other heel, you can you think, yeah, okay, fair enough. Like It's yeah. conceivable, but Sting is just... It's because he's been pure for so long... Yeah. Even as a face is so pure, he doesn't go to the cheating antics at all. Yeah. Where other faces tend to cheat. He just doesn't do that. He he plays plays by the rules. Yeah. And so you don't want to see him do it like that. Even as a heel. Even yeah, if he does think... heel tactics, you just it, it just doesn't work for him. Yeah. It's sad, basically. It's weird. It's weird that it's weird that we're actually talking about that, because again that, that thunder highlight episode that I watched last week it, it, that's the time frame where Sting does end up Stinger splashing two of the females so yeah oh I've just seen the KFC guys in the fucking front row there <laughs> oh there's more there's more right at the front yeah cause that, there was one person she were actually about midway wearing a fucking KFC like did KFC sponsor this show we haven't seen them no I haven't we haven't seen, seen any sponsor have we This match hasn't been all that bad, to be honest with you. No, it's been all I right. Mean, I've just... been expecting a bit more cluster. Yeah, well, here's cluster. 
<laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. Surely Neil Patrick Harris... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? I have to gif that. I have to gif it. <laughs> that right. a fucking monumentous. Yeah, that's probably a, a... Lex and Rick are going at it, and Steiner's in between. Oh, sorry, um, Patrick's in between them, and he's basically pushing them off. And he gestures to Rick to go back. You know, he gets his thumb up <laughs> and just pointing back, and his eyes are wide open as he does it. It's like get the fuck back there. The ways, the mannerisms were just fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yep, gif it. Please gif it. He took some shots there. He should have sold them, and he didn't. But he, the, the fucking picture on his face. <laughs> he looked legitimately frightened. He looked genuinely concerned for himself. See, this is it. This is what refs should do. They should have character. They should have character. You agree yeah. with me on that. You look at AEW refs, they all have a character. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got, um, I mean, fucking Aubrey. She is probably the best referee right now. Like, she's fucking, she's leaping over bloody people when they're pinning. If she's in the way, yeah. she leaps over them, leaps onto she's her knees. She's fucking great. Yeah, she's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And she get, like, I, I remember, like, um, oh, when, nice. uh, begin, beginning of, uh, beginning of AEW, where she would basically, where Jericho was getting in her face a lot. And she's just mm. fucking pushing back. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, the bellies to bellies here. Fucking. Oh, good catch, Lex. Jesus Christ. Into a torture rack. Well, variation. Yeah. He struggled to get him on the shoulder. Yeah. But he caught him. The a... way he caught him was yeah. actually really impressive. Oh, it's a breakdown now. Well, oh, is out, Sting's out. Mini breakdown. Oh! Jesus, that's, that's psychic. Fans are on their fucking feet now. Commentary says, all in. almost takes uh, Scott's head off. No fucking shit, it legitimately yeah. nearly did. What the fuck is Rick doing there? He literally yeah, Sting's just... Sting threw him out. No, what I mean is, do you see him actually just leap into Rick... Into oh. the guardrail. Yeah, I thought he was trying to get a fucking splash off. Or yeah, but like Sting that. had already moved. Oh. Frankie Steiner. Nick Patrick. Oh, the outsiders were here. Yeah, he stops and he's. He's called. Why have you thrown it out? Because he's. Oh, because in... it's Nick Patrick. Yeah, because yeah, he's in the. <laughs> Do him. Do him, Scotty. Do him. It's the same expression again. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing. Look at his eyes. <laughs> God, he looks like Piers Morgan. Oh my God. <laughs> and oh, oh my God, you, 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 there is something to that because of Nitro. He walked out like Piers Morgan did. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I think we've really underestimated the fucking shit here from Nick. I love what Scott Steiner's saying here. Obviously, I ain't got the sound on because... He's saying it was on the outside. It was on the outside. Yep. But he, he is right. He's completely right. But, yep, Nick's in league with the NWO. 
What a fucking rebound Frankenstein that were. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, okay. They've attacked. So we, we didn't see them attack them, did we? So no. So that's why it got confusing for us. But yeah, so you, you kind of do have to throw it out, I suppose. Yeah. But the thing is, though, he's up there on the ground. He hasn't actually seen them attack. No, he's seen them going away, hasn't he? Yeah. So even... <laughs> it... <laughs> We've just seen the replay of fucking Bindry's face. No, no, please, please don't hurt me. Outside interference was a disqualification. Yes, but you didn't see it. You was already on your knees when they were walking away. You just saw them walk away and just did the disqualification. So, you know, in ref rules, unless you see it, you can't you can't call disqualification. I know they're very liberal with that rule because, like, any time fucking. Eddie Guerrero did his line cheating and steel stick. He'd try and get his opponent disqualified for hitting him with a chair just by whacking the chair against the mat. Mm. You know, it's... I know they're very liberal, but that's WWE as well. Like, we haven't seen Eddie Guerrero or anybody do shit like that. But also, how's your disqualification? Who's he disqualified? You just throw it out, don't you? Yeah. But he's yeah, saying, no it, but he said it's a disqualification. You're not disqualifying yeah, yeah. anybody either. So it's a yeah, it's a no contest. Yeah, yeah. it was a triple. There can't be a disqualification in this. It's tri- you know, oh god. I mean, Gene's again Gene's it, wrong, but yeah, yeah it's uh, it is a bit fucking clustery in it. But it's yeah. meant to be. Because G- Gene's wrong. Patrick's wrong. You know, but it, we can also be forgiven because Patrick is. We know he's, he is in league with the end of you all by this point. But at the same time, you know what? That was a really fucking good match. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they made it work under really, really... Rules that just, make, that just can't apply to these matches. Uh, we've got the main event now. Rip Flair with, with uh, Woman and Elizabeth. Facing Hollywood Hogan. I don't see him winning the title here, but... Pretty sure I just saw somebody try and grab Elizabeth's ass. Yeah, that's no fucking surprise. We've seen it fucking numerous times now. But, to be honest with you, I think they're playing up to it as well. Because this is a regular occurrence, with it, particularly with these two. Like mm. women, you know, women, fucking woman and um, Elizabeth get nearly getting groped by the fans and all that. But they are walking right next to the fucking guardrail. Each and yeah, every time they're the... right next to the guardrail. Are they playing up to it for heel heat? I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. That's uh, the thing with TV. TV uh, things look a lot wider when they're on TV. Whereas yeah. in real life, that's probably really narrow. Yeah. It's either they, they know what's happening so they can actually get into the into the face of the fans and call you know, call it out. You know, and I'm not I'm not victimizing here. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not blaming the victim of it. 
I'm just wondering from a character standpoint, do they, you know, are just re- wrestling from a wrestling standpoint, are they just playing to their characters? I don't really know. I don't know. I can't tell. It's probably just that they're not really aware. They're just they're just doing their stuff, and they just happen to not really being aware that how close they are to the guardrail and fucking d- disgusting male fans are yeah. trying to fucking molest molest them. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, it's probably more to that. But I'm, I, you know, I'm just just trying to. I'm just wondering, just wondering to end it there. Because I'm not saying I'm saying if they are, if they were doing that, it's actually quite smart. Mm. Because what what's happening is is that they're calling them out. They're doing it. We'd be doing it as a wrestling thing, just getting into the fans' faces. But also at the same time, who's got on them? They're actually calling it out as well. Yeah. So I don't know. And this is obviously not the belt they're going with. Because I I've seen the. The classic NWO belt and mm. the the spray paint on that is just not right. The W is small, the N is yeah. a capital N. Yep. I know they changed that. And the spray paint's fucking fading off it anyway, so And it still says giant on it. Oh, fucking no surprise there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure last week Conrad said that he, he has that belt. I'm also pretty sure that Hogan said on Monday that they need to change the name but uh the the nameplate on it. Yeah. He ain't done that. Right. Hogan, what are you doing there? He's taking off his <laughs> bandana and he's slowly rubbing his bald head. Why? You know, he's gesturing to Ric Flair when he's doing that. What? What's he gesturing about? Rick, yeah, Ric Flair's got a full head of hair. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's not going bald at this point. No. Or is Hogan b- boasting that he's bald? Yeah, um, I think he might have been wiping the sweat and just... Because he did sort of fucking f- flick it towards Rick. But he's not sweating either. He's oily, but he's, I won't say he's sweating. No. I don't, I don't fucking know. It's its just Hogan being Hogan. Yeah. yeah. Again, he's just trying out these things, isn't he? I mean, I- isolated, if you don't want to think about it too much, he looked fucking cool doing it. Like, it's really weird how cool he made that look. Oh, Jesus. Never show him you can sweat. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you, you wrestlers, you're going to sweat. <laughs> well, that's it. And if you're not sweating, you're not hydrated. Uh, and that's a problem. <laughs> yep. Your pee's going to be brown. A little bit of biology there for you guys. Yeah. I mean, there's really much to talk about here because it's really, really, it's a slow it, start, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 standard fare as well. You know, hot dogging around a little bit. I know with with Hogan, that's more literal. <laughs> Although he's looking less like a hot dog here. I mean, he's, he's he's wearing black. I mean, can you think of any black sauce that you put on a hot dog? I I don't really want to be thinking about Hogan's hot dog to be honest. Oh. We've talked way too oh, much. No, about... no, I'm not on about that. <laughs> Good lord, dude! Today's all has been all about Hogan's hot dog. I'm, I'm I'm not here for it anymore. 
I mean, if it what it if it was a hot dog, it'd be a curry roast. <laughs> you know, I just I've always got this thing about Hogan probably. Ooh. <laughs> what are you doing there, Hogan? <laughs> Fucking hell! I thought you were on about me. Ooh, no, I've always oh. got this thing about Hogan. I just I always think that he smells. You know, and it it. it it must be fucking tangy, like that's that kind of smell, like probably a smell that hums, you know, a smell that makes a noise. Why are we, why are we even going into detail about this? I, I don't, don't know, know, mate. I don't know. I'm just letting you go. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not been drinking, folks. <laughs> I will be doing later. <laughs> I've got. A few- I like this. Flair's schooling Hogan on how to be a heel. Yeah, I like it. Ah, oh. <laughs> yes. Right, we've got we've got a soccer mom in the in the crowd here, you know, wavy hair, glasses, black dress, and she just got into Hogan's face. She's still at it behind yeah. his back, fucking giving him grief. And he pulled a punch as well. He didn't punch her, but he pulled a punch. He pulled it, yeah. I, that this is what I like. This is what. Tony's so just said. Here's a scene I thought I'd never see. That's fucking great. That. Yeah, brilliant. He took a chunk out the head of his close friend, the macho. I mean, he didn't, but that's believable as well. Yeah, when they showed the replay earlier on, so they slowed it down and you can see his head just fucking wobble because of the, the absolute brutality of the show. Yeah. It's forgivable that Savage did not turn up tonight. What the fuck are you doing? Hogan was teased in the lockup and he's giving grief. <laughs> right, they finally lock up and Fleur grabs hold of Hogan's hand and starts biting it and he fucking just he does a paddy on the spot <laughs> does Hogan as he's screaming it's like so cartoonish but I love it I just absolutely love it uh, tumble. Right, Fleur showing the ref how to bump yeah <laughs> I'm actually looking around the side of the ring to see if that ref is still there. <laughs> Alongside Sonny Ono. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'd like to get up now. Soccer Mom's got her massive fucking Kodak camera out now. Fucking hell, you can imagine her now like in her I I imagine she's like in her 70s now. Just yeah. getting her photo album and just telling her grandkids, you know, this was after I got in Hogan's face. <laughs> the night Hogan almost threatened to punch me. <laughs> well, I mean, he did threaten to punch her. Well, he yeah, just didn't punch right, her. Yeah. yeah. Just this random person in the crowd just waved at the re- uh, at the um, at the wrestlers. Don't know why. <laughs> like hi, <laughs> small little wave to them. I love 90s crowds. Yeah. <laughs> they get away with so much shit. That it, yep. I don't know what it is that crowds these days are more sterile. They're just... They're more behaved. Yeah, they're cleansed. I, that's it. I think it's because of the generation as well. Yeah. Look they're more behaved, but, fucking, but it's like... It back. You, you, it, there's nothing wrong with them getting into wrestlers' faces. As long as they're not yep. attacking them, getting yep. into wrestlers' face, and if... If what they say, if they're actually saying anything, like, it's above board. Not fucking somebody 
Um, right. Because I've got a problem with this. I've got a problem with this. You can't hook up. No. You can't do it. Nope. You can't do it. You're a heel. You can't do it. Nope. Don't hook up. Don't hook up. He's fucking hooking up. Cut him off. Someone cut him off. You can't do that. No. It doesn't make any sense to do it. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Who are you hooking up to? The crowd that you've disowned. And the fans are fucking cheering for it. Yeah, and you don't want to be doing that. Big boot. If I'm Rick Flair, I'd get up here. Oh, he moved. There you go. Oh, there we go. Fucking put him to shame. Fucking put him to shame. And now people are cheering. But yeah, what I was saying about fans getting in wrestlers' faces, there was also one in, t- in Impact. I can't remember whose who's face he got into, uh, but he were calling her a slut and all this thing. Ugh. And he, he does it. Apparently, he's well known for it, and he got called out for it. And and on Twitter, he said, "I'm a heel." It's like, no, you're a fan, dickhead. Stop. Mm. You can you can get into a wrestler's face, and you know, particularly a heel, the you know, just get in their face and and just stand up to them if they stand up to you. That kind of thing. Don't be going calling them a slut or right. a whore right like that. And right. the outsiders are here. Ref Organs- Ogren's assaulted the referee, grabbed him while he were in the figure four and thrown him apart, and, thrown him over and, and outside his rear. And ref has called for the bell anyway. Has he? Yeah. When he was laid down, he actually just did the gesture with his hand. Oh. The whole fucking roster's here now, it seems. Oh, no, it's just, uh, just a horseman and Sting and Luger. It's so weird seeing these on the same page. After everything, and they're on the same page, it's just... yeah. It, it really sells the end of you all. It's great. Fucking Mongo's chained up his... Chained up his fist. He's got fucking spikes! What the fuck, Mongo? What are you going to do with that? <laughs> got fucking... Like, spike knuckle duster. You can see them! Jesus Christ. Oh, Sting and Flair in each other's face now. So oh, it's fu- just been announced that they're going to fight, fight uh, face each other on next Nitro. Flair and Iron versus Sting and Lex. Penzer fucked that one right up. Yep. They're at odds, but they're agreeing with each other, but they're at odds. It's weird. Yeah. But who the fuck is that walking the bloody... In the white shirt Hawaiian and shorts. <laughs> Some security dude, I think. Because he, he was, went was, outside his came out earlier on, he was just stood there watching him assault Sting and Luger. He <laughs> just looks like a fan that's just jumped the guardrail, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm with these guys. Weird. Really weird. See, that was a slightly confusing end to the production itself not a confusing end to the to the to the match the match just well if you, you have to be an idiot to not think that 
it were going to end in a disqualification because obviously yeah. Hogan wants heel heat. But the you hulking up, it just doesn't fucking make Yeah, that really, that, that, that has annoyed me, that. Yeah. The Hulk up. Again, there's, there's tr- trying, trying things and seeing how they work with the fans, but you just know hulking up when you're heel is just going to make the fans cheer for you because they're going to think that, okay, you know what? He's not the good guy here, but yeah. you're giving him hope that you're going to be a good guy again. Really bizarre. Maybe, really, really bizarre. maybe not with the adults. The adults are smarter than that. But the kids, yeah. the kids aren't going to fucking know. And that's who you're hooking up to, really. You're not hooking up to the adults here. You're hooking up for the kids. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Really weird. Well, that's the end of that. Um, Give us a, a quick rundown of what you think there, Brian, and then, uh, yeah, we'll have to close off and get ourselves ready for the match tonight. Uh, I actually really enjoyed that. It was pretty good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it went pretty good. I mean, finishes were just squirry, the matches were short, you know, but there were only, like, one or two bad matches. Yeah. You know, there were yeah. little flashes of brilliance in all the other matches, and the fucking tag team match was, despite <laughs> my objections at the start of it, saying, oh, yeah, this doesn't work, this, there's no logic here and all that, it was a really fun match. Yeah. You know, they made it work under difficult circumstances. Uh, but, yeah, for for a clash, for a clash of the champions and all that, I mean, it were fairly decent. I mean, we, we saw the one earlier from 1996, and uh, number 32, and it weren't really that good. But, no. you know, can't really. it would be harsh to say, yeah, that's a bad show. Because it, mm. it, it really wasn't. No. I think that's better than a lot of the pay-per-views we've watched, really. It's been a lot better than most of the Nitros as well. Yeah. I mean, if that was a Nitro, that would have been a really good Nitro. We wouldn't be saying, yeah, one of the best Nitros ever. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you know? that is true. Yeah, so no, no, no real complaints from that at all. Yeah. Right. Well, that's where that's it. We'll wrap it up. This one's uh, it's been a, a decent one for a change. <laughs> we can go we can go out of this podcast actually thinking positive things about WCW for a change. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously, keep your eye keep your eye on the social media channels for the interesting um, <laughs> reactions of one Nick Patrick. <laughs> that's gonna be the one. That's gonna haunt my fucking nightmares. Actually, it's gonna really haunt me when I fall asleep. You know what? I'm. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be thinking about that randomly because that's what happens with me. I'll just think about these randomly and I'll just end up giggling. Yeah, <laughs> almost like an intrusive thought. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The last thing that you want is a Nick Patrick intrusive thought. I'll, I'll be, I'll be lying in bed at night, fucking just close to sleep, and I'll just see that image and I'll just wake up fucking laughing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure as always, Brian. At Brian Talks Crap on Twitter, that's where you can find him. At NitrogenCast for the pair of us and for the podcast as well. NitrogenCast.com. The website is up. Uh, it's just not being updated at the moment because, well, just busy as. Yep. S- Scooby Doo. Yeah, I, w- uh, I was going to say we need to do an update on that because, uh, you know, I- I've got several roles written up already just waiting to be put online. And, oh, cool. Yeah, right. it's just. Just little things I've been doing in my spare time. It's what I've been, you yeah. know, just making sure I'm getting ahead of it and all that. Just waiting for the the, the website to go on air properly. But again, we just Mark's really on it, but he's not on it because he's really fucking busy. So yeah, yeah, it's a crazy time to be either one of us at this moment in time. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, 
we will get round to it at some point. That's one thing we can say about a pandemic is that it actually gave us a hell of a lot of time to get that sort of stuff done. But now everything's opening up again and now everybody's going on holidays and we're working, working overtime because people are falling in sick or they've got to isolate or whatever. Oh, it's just chaos, absolute mayhem, but we'll get there. And then there's the Euros. And then there's the Euros. We can't act like the Euros hasn't affected the schedule recently because we've just been watching as ma- trying to watch as many matches as possible and yeah. supporting our respective uh, countries. Yeah. We hope that you guys will forgive us for that and we will continue to churn out the content as long as WCW churns out the content, which we know that they do anyway. <laughs> as long as they continue churning out the con- uh, content. They went out of business in 2001. <laughs> Yeah, thankfully. Because <laughs> I don't know how much more I could have took. <laughs> uh, for me, Marvelous Mark Ashworth, and for my man over there, Brian at Bradshaw, the preceding announcement was paid for by the Nitrogen Podcast. 